Hello, and welcome to the Whole Equestrian Podcast, where we're bridging the gap between riding and wellness, discussing topics related to mindset, fitness, nutrition, and community. I'm Dr. Tyler Held, a certified mental performance consultant with my doctorate in sport and performance psychology. I am a semi-retired professional five-star groom, mostly retired now. Um, I have my purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I also own a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym where I run the kids program and the youth program. Um, I am a lifelong learner and uh, recently an avid crafter. I'm laughing because I have a craft I just made right here, a little octopus fun to do this via video. So I'm really excited to talk to you guys today. Um, we basically got a group of women together that have been on Lake Girl retreats before or that are signed up for our whole equestrian Lake Girl retreat. And that is May 16th to the 19th in Deep Creek, Maryland. Um, so very, very pumped to be able to provide this conversation to you and have the video aspect and just give you an idea of what that retreat looks like and get some firsthand accounts from people who have actually been on the retreat. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to our recording and let everyone introduce themselves and make sure that if you are interested in going on the retreat, you find me on Facebook or Instagram, you find our Facebook event, or you're e emailing Stephanie, and I'll make sure that her uh, email is in the bio of this. So uh, make sure that you are reaching out and reserving your space. We only have three more rooms available, so we are really excited to get some more signups going. All right. I am here with a great group of ladies today. I have Stephanie, Michelle, Liz, and Maria to talk about Lake Girl Retreats. We have recently put out an episode with Stephanie Everett to talk about um, the whole equestrian Lake Girl Retreat that we're putting on. And we just thought it would be a great idea to get a couple of people that have been on retreats and people that are coming on the retreat to talk about the experience and just get a little bit excited for it. So Stephanie, I'm going to hand it over to you to reintroduce yourself just in case any of our listeners didn't listen to that last episode um, and, and give them an idea of who you are and why we're doing this. Hey, Stephanie Everett, uh, founder of Total Evolution Health and Transition and creator of Lake Girl Retreats and Pillar Corporate Wellness. I am here with literally some of my favorite people in the entire world. Liter literally, I can look at all of them and just be like, oh my gosh, I love these girls. Um, Michelle, Maria, and Liz are newest Lake Girl sign-on um, for the equestrian retreat. Very exciting. Um, it's really interesting the way that all of these women have come into my life, but I feel so blessed to have been able to share their life with, like they have shared their life with me. I have shared my life with them. And again, the bonds and the connections that we make at the retreats are nothing short of magical. So, um, Michelle, why don't you go ahead and take the baton on this one and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm Michelle. I have been, let's see, I'm trying to think of when my first Lake Girls was. I think it was 2019 was the first Lake Girls. Um, but 
when I met Stephanie, there were power tools involved and chains. <clears throat> so we met at a we we met at a fundraiser for a running team that we belonged to. We were running um, Broad Street, and it was board and brush. So um, they told us not to swing the chains, and I didn't listen. And you you should not swing the chains on that. So I didn't know that that Steph um, did all of this stuff. I had no clue when I first met her. Um, but she came in into a uh, program that I, I was doing with um, another friend of mine, Jen Gromberger. She was running the Soul Tribe, and she, she and Stephanie partnered up um, together, and that's how I got to learn about Stephanie and the first uh, Lake Girls Retreat. What about you, Maria? Hi. Um, Liz is one of our favorite people. She's the one that connected me to Steph. Um, Probably four years ago now. I know I've been all on all the retreats except maybe for two. So whatever that is. <laughs> um, I've been an entrepreneur all my life over 40 years and uh, finally living out my passion in life now because of being a member of Lake Girl and Stephanie as a mentor and friend. Um, and I, I would never do without. So I'm forever a Lake Girl and will always be. Mm. Love that. Thank you. Liz, newest right. Lake Girl, the newbie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Liz Harrison. Um, I met Stephanie when we were both in education. So, um, and I also met Jen Kronberger, who you were talking about too. At that time, she did a presentation to a group of educators. So that was kind of like my first introduction to even like what health and wellness could look like as an adult. Um but I, um, so yeah, I connected Steph to Maria because when I was pregnant, I was losing my mind because I couldn't ride. So I was like, I have to work out. What crazy personal trainer will work out with a pregnant lady? And that was Maria's <laughs> husband, Scott. He was like, got you, girl. Yeah, let's do that. So uh, that's how Maria and I met. And I met Scott. And then I was like, wait, you guys need to meet Steph. Um, and then I am an avid equestrian. I'm an eventer. Um, I listen to a ton of podcasts cause I am crazy and live an hour from where my horse lives. So I was listening to the whole equestrian podcast. I've been listening to that since the inception. And, um, and then it dawned on me one day, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't really know Tyler, but I feel like Tyler and Steph should know each other. And so, <laughs> so I like, randomly dm tyler and was like hey we don't really know each other but like i'm your fan but i have this friend that you should be friends with so um that's how like that kind of all came to be and then um i obviously have been friends with stuff for so long i knew she was doing the late girl retreats and wanted to do it and i had so many like reasons why not to right normally because all of my money is tied up in my horse and all of my time and everything like that so um when Steph and Tyler decided to do this retreat together, I was like, well, I kind of like made this happen. So I kind of have to go. Now. <laughs> so I'm fully committed. And I, not aside, like, I'm so excited. Um, and yeah, I mean, Steph's been even when Steph started her health and wellness business, I was like one of her first guinea pigs. And we yeah. talked on the phone and like would do our virtual counseling sessions and like, that was, that was life-changing, honestly. Like, I still, like, 
that changed the way that I looked at my daily routine and how I take care of myself. So I know that it'll be worthwhile and I, you know, things happen when they should, but I'm so excited to be a late girl now. <laughs> Me too. So exciting. Yeah, no. And, and, and thank you guys for taking the time today to have this conversation with us, because I think to Liz's point, um, us equestrians feel like we're always strapped for time and money. And even though you can hear the idea of a wellness retreat, retreat and like see the value in it, really understanding what that value is when you have all these other priorities of lessons and shipping and vet bills and farrier bills um, is something that I want to get across because it's <laughs> not just the weekend. It is something that is lasting. Um, and you're got a cracking up that uh, Liz, you just seem to insert Stephanie into people's lives because I messaged <laughs> Stephanie and she's like, I don't know anything about horses. I go, oh, uh, I didn't realize. <laughs> like, I just had no clue. I just, I just assumed that this was one of my <laughs> listeners connecting me with a wellness professional that also had an expertise in equestrian. And Stephanie, Stephanie and I met at our local marketplace in Kennett Square and Listen, just, I've had three lessons. Yes, now <laughs> an avid equestrian. Such an avid equestrian. I still can't tack up a horse, but she's I know what a for, frog for is. Spring season okay? already. Yeah, yeah, she's ready. She she showed up to the barn with all the right outfit and all the right gear because she was, you know, messaging constantly. Are these the right pants? I'm like, <laughs> I don't. Stephanie, just go riding in yoga pants like I do all the time. Like, don't worry about it. And she's like, I'm going to get the breeches and I'm going to get the right. <laughs> really, uh, I actually am a, an avid fan of what I call shorts back riding. So I like to put shorts on with my tall boots. And I used to ride uh, Jenny's horses down to her dressage lessons. And her dressage instructor would be like, Tyler, you look like a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. But uh, I digress. So um, I would love on that note of, you know, people being uncertain of what the value of a late girl retreat is to talk to maybe some of the late girls about how the experience has sort of transformed into not just the weekend when you go and hang out with Stephanie, but into your everyday life. And I think you two are, um, from what Stephanie has told me, recurrent uh, attenders, which, you know, I think that speaks in and of itself. If if it wasn't valuable, people would go once and then never do it again. So um, would love to kind of just start the conversation there and we'll, we'll dive in and see how it goes. Well, just um, like what Liz was saying about uh, introducing Stephanie to anybody and anybody and like you being surprised, right? You can put Stephanie in a situation and that goes with all the late girls. We're all different. We have different journeys. We have different needs and you can put her there confidently and just, she takes it. <laughs> she, she just, she just makes it perfect for that person, you know? Um, so that's why she's thought of. And Liz, that's why you thought of her, you know? Yeah. Not necessarily because she loves horses, but you knew she'd give it her all and <laughs> be damned if she's going to ride that horse <laughs> and get on <laughs> it and learn everything about it because she wants to help people no matter what they love. Yeah. yeah and I, Steph and I had, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I got to tell you the first Lake Girl 
retreat that I went to. I'm I'm honestly surprised I went to any of them after that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I decided to drive down to North Carolina, and I went with someone that I had met once for 15 minutes, which. If you know me, that's not me. Like, I was like, I'm just going to pick up this stranger and we're going to drive like <laughs> through all these states together and God help us both. That's, I mean, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I did not have the best uh, map instructions to get there and ended up, um, yeah, on this <laughs> this one lane. This it, it was a highway that turned into just two lanes. It turned into one lane that turned into a complete dirt road that turned into a switch back down a mountain in the backwoods of Tennessee going into to North Carolina. It was um, an adventure. It was an adventure for sure, for sure. Um, so that was the first thing that took me out of my comfort zone right there, those two things, um, driving <laughs> driving all of that way with someone I didn't really know. And then, um, you know, driving down the precipice, we'll call it, um, in the backwoods of uh, Tennessee going into North Carolina. But um, it just it just taught me how resilient and strong and capable I was of um, things I'd never done before. So why do you keep coming back after the Tioga Turnpike? <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that thing. Um, well, because of everything that happened once I got there. Um, and and I, I'm not going to lie, I was pretty mad. When I got there, um, once I learned that there was going to be no baked goods, um, there was there's no sugar, there's no chocolate. Um, I was not prepared for any of this. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I was trying to put things together, um, and uh, then I realized how bad my addiction to sugar and all of those things, especially to start my day, was. Um, and I did take some really good, um, really good lessons back from that. And I, I made some changes that made a big difference in my life that, you know, every day, um, Stephanie has a little, has a saying that, you know, small, small hinges swing big doors and they do, there's small habits that you pick up that they just build upon each other. And next thing you know, you have a change and a habit in your life. And once that has occurred, you just keep building upon it. So that. I mean, I learned a lot <laughs> those few days um, about myself. And then, you know, uh, I got to meet some really great women that I still talk to to this day. Um, you know, I haven't seen Maria for a couple of weeks, but, you know, every time we're back together, it's like no time is, has uh, passed. So it's really been great. Yeah. I would love to hear a little bit more about like the connecting piece, especially for you guys, because I feel like for the whole equestrian Lake Girl retreat, um, equestrians have this common bond and this common thread. And I feel like you can just like run into anyone anywhere and they're like, oh, you ride horses and there's just grounds for connection, which I think is going to be um, even more amazing about our retreat no not to no. <laughs> your retreats are amazing <laughs> as well. but I would love to hear about like if that was intimidating for you if it was surprising to connect with some of the people that you connected with or you know what were some of the common threads that helped bring you together for me it was um when I first met her she was presented her thrive nine book which was the daily habits that you take one at a time. 
And since we had the, um, my husband was the fitness trainer, we kind of bartered that back and forth to say, hey, we'll train you. Let's see what you're all about. Let me try this out with you. And, you know, I was the strong, independent woman who didn't need that. <laughs> I just wanted to try it. Um, I, I had my shit together, but okay, we'll see. Six late girl trips later. Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, she, um, we did this Thrive Nine and, oh my God, the first phone call, the first phone call just made you think and made you aware. And yes, I did most of the things in the book, but did I do it intentionally? Did I do it for me um, specifically? Or, you know, did I, how did I really work that? So her guidance with that put me through changes in my life where I started focusing on me um, because I really lost myself in a, in a, in a, a bad situation. And I don't want to get emotional right now, but um, going back to me was my saving grace. And she started that for me and just implementing each step one at a time, because let's face it, we can't do all the things all the time, <laughs> although we think we we can and we try. But if you just add that one takeaway every week or month, it, it adds up. And then before you know it, you graduated the book and you're doing great. And then that's what made me feel confident to go to a Lake Girl trip because I knew her intentions and her um her help in, in life in general was not gimmicky. It wasn't um, trying to sell something. It was just her genuine self and uh, these things that she learned along the way that she just wants to help and improve other lives. And she did mine. So um, I'm quite the happy person now <laughs> um, because of me and what happened around me just flourished and uh, I'm living my dream. Um, not only still doing real estate because I, obviously loved what I do after 40 years, you still love it, but it wasn't what I really wanted to do in life. Um, so now I'm, I'm fulfilling my, my dreams with yoga, meditation, Zumba dance, um, fitness trainings, nutrition, uh, helping those who are less immobile with chair yoga. It's just been uh, mind blowing for me. And I, yeah, your work is amazing, Maria. Yeah. And even the late girls, even though I, accomplished that Thrive Nine book. Um, I knew the Lake Girl retreats would just keep adding more growth and more change in a positive way. So like Michelle and I have been going forever <laughs> together. And then this last one we just did, we just connected on a different level and, and we grew so much more. I'll talk for myself. I did <laughs> in, in that area of the subject we connected on. So the, the friendships are there long-term. Um, the things that happen in your life are just, it just helps you evolve to get to the next phase and your dreams. And before you know it, you're, you're living life, your best life. And because of that girl right there. So, um, and because of Liz, because Liz introduced me to her. Yes. Yes. Liz. Liz. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, no, and uh, Michelle, I would I would love to hear your thoughts on this too. But before I, I have you jump in, one of the things that I really want to highlight just from that 
um, conversation. And again, the fact that it's an ongoing pursuit, right? It's not just this one and done. I've I've gone, I've done the trip. Um, I feel like that really highlights how Steph, you know, Steph and I have talked and obviously like I, I'm getting the vision from the outside looking in. She's told me what the retreats look like. She tells me, told me what the process is. I'm going to come in and help with the workshops and everything. But to me, being able to have someone come to this experience and completely evolve it every time. So it's not the same thing. It's not just like, hey, are you drinking your water? Are you stretching? Are you doing these things? Like that's part of it. But if it was just that, you wouldn't keep coming back. Right. Yeah. As far as the connection, um, I think the first one, I I only sort of knew people there. I didn't really know anyone there. So that was a whole new experience for me. I, I booked the queen room by myself. So at the end of the day, I could retreat, you know, and be away from these people I didn't know. Um, now, like, I'm like, book me in a room with like seven people. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but it, it's growth, right? So like the connection, I thought, you know, there's more people out there like me. Um, and so like talking to this woman, I felt like, okay, so I'm not the only one that feels this way about this. I'm not the only one that feels this way about that. There are other people out there that uh, there are other women out there that are trying to get through the same thing that I am. And as women, we are so bad at keeping, keeping the, the, the strong facade up. You know, we just keep taking it all in, taking it all in. And then when we hear other people, we're like, wow, like, I wish I'd known that you were going through that because I went through that and I could have helped you out, but we don't put it out there. You know, we just kind of take whatever's given to us, put it in our pack and just keep on going until sometimes that load that we carry is way too heavy. And we have to, we have to, we have to learn to put it down. And that's enough. That's a reason why I keep going back to the retreats because I, I am notorious for loading that pack right back up. And then I got to sit down with, with the late girls and with these people that know me authentically and even rawly, you know, down to the rawest point of who I am. And they have to say, like put it down just like leave it here and put it down you know so that's why I keep going back <clears throat> and plus it's easy like you can go to your like little self-help things on the weekends and you're there for two hours and then you got to go home you got to go home you got to do the laundry you got to you got to take your kid to practice you got to make dinner you got to yeah. go to the grocery store you got to take like you don't have time to live except for your car ride home in what you just learned these retreats. I learned all this stuff and I can start living it right now and keep it up for a couple of days, which is kind of sneaky on Steph's part because then that starts your, that starts those habits. <laughs> those habits sneak up on you. So Wait, that, I do have to, I have to interrupt because the magic muffin <laughs> it was a project that you took on because there that, a, were no baked goods. Quote yes, unquote. that was the closest thing that I could get my hands on. I'll never so, forget. She was so adamant about making the muffins for everybody. Listen, this <laughs> woman has a cookbook of magic muffins. I do. Like she got so creative with the magic muffin. I'm like, you need to like, I, I need to buy your recipes from you and put them all in our books that we do. And I'm still, I'm serious about that still. Okay. 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 I'm sure. I guess Wait, I you know, 
I do have a question really quick, Liz. Like you have met these women, like you have met these women at all different times, like just like because we're in each other's lives, right? Like hearing all this stuff, I'm really interested in like what your take on coming on the the whole equestrian like girl retreat. Like, well, like what is hearing all this stuff from Michelle and Maria? Like, what does that make you feel? Are you nervous? Are you like, what, like how do you feel? I'm super nervous. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not, um, I like, I consider myself a pretty outgoing person, but like the thought of like what Michelle just said, where she's like, yeah, I have this like great group of people now that like knows me, like authentic me. And I was like, oh, that sounds nice. And then she's like, and the raw me. And I'm like, oh, mm, mm, am I ready to like cry it out with some people that I don't really know? And like, you <laughs> know, maybe I'm on and, you. It's actually yeah. better that, that you don't right. know. <laughs> well, but the horse world's so small. So um, the other things that were like crossing my mind while you're talking through all that, like I was thinking, like, I think from the horse world perspective, most people can relate to like my, my overload of work. Like I, I'm an insurance agent and I sell farm insurance. I have a horse that I compete. So I'm preparing for the competition season. Like we're getting ready to move up to prelim this year. Hopefully do a one star will be my first FEI ever, which is a huge deal. And I'm like, how am I going to do this? I have a four-year-old at home. I'm the volunteer coordinator at Plantation Field. And I'm the business manager at the farm where my horse lives. Um, so I work part-time at the farm, um, from April until the end of October, I've got five events, including an international event to organize volunteers for, like I am married, although my husband doesn't see me a lot from April to October, which is probably needs to be talked about, but you know, there's, those are the things that like, I'm thinking about, like most people could probably relate to. And then you guys are talking about that, like the thought of having, the opportunity to be that authentic with people in the industry um, that are all carrying that load and to be able to be like, yeah, we're all doing this. And, and also like, I'm thinking back to the podcast that Tyler did recently with Witch Fulton, where like, she really dove into talking about like, I mean, yeah, we've been doing these things in the horse world for so long, but like, are they the right way or are these the right things to be doing? And like, I think that is going to probably be a pretty big thing to talk about at this retreat because all of those things that we do and like, and I think this also transcends into like most women's lives, all of the things that we do for everyone and everything else, right? We don't have the opportunity to put down and everything's moving so fast that like you don't even have time to think about it like is this is this the right thing I don't know I don't know it just has to happen all the things have to happen and I have to keep moving because if I stop what happens all of these things are gonna fall so like I'm sure I can see Michelle's face and Michelle or and Maria you guys are like yeah mm -hmm. yeah she needs We're like, there. like she needs it <laughs> so yeah I mean I'm I am nervous just because it's like you know, the unknown, but I, I'm, I'm really excited too. Um, but yeah, that was, there you go. That's, that's my feedback. Yeah. No. I'm interested in like the late, like the alumni late girls, like what do you guys think about that response? Yeah, Liz, I was nervous too, but the fact that I knew, um, Steph a little bit, like 
I know her a lot less than you do. Um, so, you know, she can put a fun spin to things and not be too serious and like um, torture you. Right. Um, and I always yeah. thought to myself, well, it's a big house. I can go outside if I want, or I can go to another room if I want, if, if it doesn't gel. Right. But now I find myself just mingled with everything that's done because that's and from day one, from the first one, because everyone is just so at the same place you are with the same work that needs to be done, so to speak, but different types, right? Different levels. Um, and my favorite saying is you work on yourself for yourself, but you're not by yourself. And that's, that's key because, you know, like you, I was the one I'm doing 10 things and I can't stop. I got to do this. No. What are you talking about? going for a walk for me or doing a yoga class for me. I can't. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yes, you can put it in your calendar and, and uh, get it done. But, and it's not, you know, I'm not saying that it's that easy, but it definitely, we had the same feelings you did. I'm, but from that first experience, I wanted to go back and I promoted it. And I've had people there who have said the same thing. Yeah, no. And I'd, I'd like to piggyback on just like Liz's expression of the horse industry, because from my personal experience, it's not only just this is the way things are, but it gets to another level where you're almost wearing that as a chip on your shoulder of, hey, look at everything that I can do and everything I can accomplish and everything that I can fit in one day. And in my own personal wellness journey and exploration of everything. And gosh, I'm still on the journey, right? I'm still trying to figure things out. But I know that when I stepped down from working full time, I was, I had been working full time. I would do jujitsu at least once a day. A lot of times it was twice a day. I was getting my doctorate, taking three classes at a time, right? I'm, I'm like working from seven to four with upper level event horses, traveling overseas, doing all of the things. I, I used to get stress rashes on my face, but it was just like, I'm so proud of everything that I'm able to accomplish that the slow down walk, the sit down with a nice cup of herbal tea, uh, read a book. Not only was that hard to make time for, it also in a way felt uncomfortable. And I feel like the biggest transition that I've had in my life is realizing that when I first got into fitness, I was there because I did not like myself. I genuinely was not comfortable in the body that I was in. And I felt like it was this reward and punishment system of I have to go. And, and I always brainwashed to be like, oh, like CrossFit is so fun. But then if I couldn't make it to CrossFit, all right, well, now I can't eat as much or now I can't do, you know, like it's just this. And, and I oh, would stress out and take like the weird fat burning diet pills and all all of the, the unhealthy part of the fitness industry was my lived experience, especially in the equestrian industry. And so as I've sort of gone through and been able to say like, no, I love my body, 
rest is part of that. Recovery is part of that. Understanding my mindset is part of that. And uh, Steph and I have, have said this together. I always joke, she's a runner. Um, I ran a half marathon back when I was really into fitness. And and my biggest like tagline is, I just don't hate myself enough to run anymore because it's just <laughs> not an exercise that I enjoy, right? I do have exercise yeah. that I enjoy. I do jujitsu. I love it. I have so much fun. I love CrossFit. I do it to a definitely different capacity than I did five years ago. Um, and I have all this joy, but yeah, I don't hate myself enough to run anymore. (laughs) Well, you know what? I do want to say like one thing, like, and this is like, this is actually the difference from like a typical late girl retreat versus the whole equestrians late girl retreat is that like, if there was a retreat for runners that I could partner with someone that has your professional background, that's also a runner. Do you know what I mean? And there wasn't just like this wellness piece. There was also the performance piece. Yep. That's what makes this retreat different. And I implore you girls to start getting your asses on horses and get your butts to this retreat because you know what I can provide. Like you've experienced it. You understand that. But like the stuff that Tyler does is mind-blowing and listen now that I'm a seasoned equestrian with three lessons under my belt and I have perfect outfits for it um <laughs> no literally like, I actually, she's like I really steps do... out of the Dover catalog she's yeah. like <laughs> I was like you look amazing did you even wear a helmet like stop just stop <laughs> oh you're the sweetest keep going no um <laughs> but I'm just saying like I can't, yeah, right. I, I cannot, I cannot wait to learn what Tyler's going to teach at this, like, mm-hmm. like once in a lifetime experience. It's literally never going to be the same kind of people, unless it is, which often it can be. <laughs> Michelle and Maria know this. Like, we have many returners. These two are just like, these two could, these two could run a late girl retreat on their own. <laughs> need me anymore they're gonna just they're the president and vice president of late girl (laughs) but like I can't wait to go on the retreat do what I do have the fun cook the food do the movement educate blah 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 about different habits and blah blah I can't wait to do that that's gonna be fantastic yes I think everybody's gonna learn something about themselves and there's gonna be fun there's gonna be all the stuff right but then like Tyler's piece is going to be amazing. And I can't wait to be part of that for just me getting better at this new hobby that I picked up because unfortunately I can't run the way I used to anymore. I would love to, but uh, you know, my health took kind of a turn with the, the cancer and then menopause has not been nice to me, but that's fine. So I found a new passion and it's forcing around. So, like, I just can't wait to be part of the experience to to have that educational piece for myself from Tyler. Like, so I think, like, Michelle, like, you are a mad scientist, you know? <laughs> but, like, if you went on, like, a retreat with someone that had, like, the expertise and, like, you know, or just, like, anything that you're, like, super passionate about or, you know, Maria, if we went to, like, this like crazy like yogi retreat that like had like the the wellness piece but then like you know really up leveling in the yogi piece like 
that's what this retreat is with the whole equestrian. It is not just the wellness piece. It's like the equestrian piece as well for performance, for all levels, all disciplines. And I think that that is the thing that it's just not out there for equestrian women. Like it doesn't exist. A, a yeah. retreat for equestrian women without their horse that focuses on the woman holistically and helps them with their performance. Yeah. It doesn't exist. It's not out there. I looked it up. That's cool. Yeah. Well, and I, the other thing that I wanted to also mention mm -hmm. is like, I've been kind of like this outlier, like late girl by association <laughs> for so long. Like, Steph has always just like invited me to the Lake Girl gatherings. And she's like, you're going to come one of these days. It's fine. Just come on, come on, come, come hang out with us. And, you know, the like the camaraderie amongst you all and like the genuine support and the authenticity and, um, you know, it, that's inspiring. And I am always just like feel so grateful to be able to be a part of that. Like you guys have so many inside jokes that I don't know. And I just like laugh a lot. I'm like, oh, yes, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't, but like, I want to, you know, and I think that that's also like what this can be, but obviously like with people that have this baseline of a common interest in horses. And like, I think so many times our connections in the horse world are because out of like necessity, almost like, you met somebody, you made friends with them because it's your coach. And then there's somebody else at the barn that you're friends with because they keep their horse at the barn. But then if that kind of falls apart, then maybe you don't really stay in touch with them because it was like a little bit more surface. So I feel like this can really establish and help develop like a stronger community among women within our industry and sport. Yeah, for no. sure. I would reflect that, um, you know, Stephanie's wellness piece does blend into everything that I do. And I talk about sport and performance psychology. Like I look at the whole person. I, I, I look at how your fitness and nutrition plays into your ability to, to do the things that you need to do. Um, and I am personally really excited because I feel like the like to your point, like that connection piece. Um, I've been doing my between the ears series for eventing nation. And like, after an article get, gets published, I'll, I'll have 10 people text me. Oh, thank you so much for publishing that. I really struggle with that same thing. And I view this as an opportunity to have that piece of connection, but not just with that five-star rider that you're seeing on the leaderboard, like with actually someone that goes through the day-to-day -day and someone that's, you know, like Liz, who has kids and has a full-time job and is trying to make it work. And not to say that, you know, a professional equestrian will, isn't the target market for the retreat as well, but I really feel like the undervalued adult amateur that's like, hey, I really, really love my horse. I want to do really well. Um, I want to enjoy my life, but like, holy crap, that's hard to have kids and go to the shows and eat good food and take care of yourself. And like, it just feels like you're holding a vase of water that has 11 holes and you only got 10 fingers and something keeps slipping out. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I would love to hear, um, you got, I'm sure you have millions of stories, but I would love to hear like a highlight from our Lake girl alum of what 
you know, what is maybe like a funny story that you have or like a favorite experience? I know, you know, we always protect the privacy of the girls who have been on the retreat. So with that in mind, um, you know, we're not going to air out anyone's deepest, darkest secrets, but I would love to hear like maybe an adventure that you guys did. You've been on a lot, like pick out one that sticks out in your mind. I have a fun little story. Um, Before a late girl, uh, Seth's or sesh, Steph has these sessions that are um, walk and talks. And so I I said, I need to walk and talk. <laughs> All right. We met at, at her house and we went out and started walking. And I must have let out, you know, my first sentence. <laughs> she says, come on, we're running. I went, what? I don't want to run. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> like to run like you, Tyler. I, my husband just became a marathon runner at age 58 and I'm just like barely getting five K's in. Right. So I thought, okay. And not only running through Kenneth square, but there's hills and she's like, Oh, it's not a hill. It's just really short. <laughs> and of course it wasn't short, but she got me through it. And I did the whole run. Like I did the whole thing running, but talking, <laughs> but she just knew. And I knew she was saying in her head, she's got some shit to let out. She needs to run. And that's what she did. And that was my Bruce Willis walk, I call it. The Bruce Willis walk. I thought you were going to talk about how the, you Remember did that? Like class yeah. four and five whitewater rapids and you can't swim. That, that was my next story. Yeah, I'm getting there. And that so, was Deep Creek. That was Deep, Deep Creek, Creek Maryland. Yeah. And Yuck. I, I felt safe with her and confident that she knew how fearful I was of water. I, I can't even swim. Um. And I don't go beyond my waist in the ocean, right? So I said, she's she's got this for me. She can't not <laughs> protect, you know, what I'm fearful of. So, okay, I'm going there the whole time. So nervous. I'm getting ready. And we see, we see all the boats out in the water. And you don't see the, I guess you don't see all the, the waves and the crashing and the rocks, right? Because we're out on the field talking to Mr. What was his name? Roger. He's Roger. my best friend. I talked to him about 20 times in preparation of you. Yes. But that, but his speech was in no way <laughs> near how Steph put it <laughs> to me, how this ride was going to be. And one of our other alumni thought it was the lazy Susan <laughs> or the lazy river. <laughs> the lazy river. She thought it was a lazy <laughs> river. She was. And then she said, but it's only, you know, level one, two, three, and we might go to four. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> four or five, right? It went up to five. It was four or five. Four or five. Oh, um, okay, we're going to have life vests on. We're going to be suited up. <laughs> we got to go with my girls. Um, the entire time, I just felt like. I felt like it was a video game. I didn't feel like I was in live water. That's how, I don't know, scared I was. Or, but our guide, we're tipping over, you know, we're moving all over. And I could have gone out several times. I'm holding on to the guy's shirt. I'm, I have the <laughs> smile on my face. I see Steph and Michelle, they were in a boat themselves. I'm like, <laughs> and, uh, we did the whole ride and not one of us, not one of the lake girls fell off the boat, but two Several of them other were, people did. two of them were rescuing people that were falling off the boat. And so when I saw, finally saw that it was Amy and, um, Bray. Bray, right. 
yeah, I saw that. I said, okay, even if I fall, at least they're going to save me. <laughs> but that whole ride, just, I was so, I guess, numb that it was real. I don't even remember getting wet. Like afterwards, we were really cold and we all had the blankets on, but it was very virtual game-like for me. It was, that's how um, in shock I was, I guess. But <laughs> I did it. I conquered that fear. And then she's like, well, maybe we could do another trip. And I know one and done. I'm, I'm done. I'm okay. I, I went over that fear. I'm done. So uh, that was that was the best for me. Maria, I'm like low-key mortified at that story because one of my biggest uh, things that I preach in my mental performance consultant uh, business is like, if you don't have the confidence to do something, you probably shouldn't be confident in it. So I love that Steph was able to just, you can't swim. It's fine. We'll just go like, uh, my horse people will know this reference. Like if you don't know, like you're schooling beginner novice. No, you shouldn't feel confident going up to a prelim corner. Like absolutely not. Don't do it. (laughs) Even if you can't swim, when you see those big boulders in the water and the boats hit it, like you can hit it personally. And that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, I know I can't swim, but what if I hit this? anyway that's why I was on the phone several times with Roger like Liz is like my cheeks hurt hurt. (laughs) Um, I was on the phone several times with Roger he's actually one of the pioneers of commercializing the yacht which is it's an act it's fantastic and we also did it in the spring so the water was high and but wait I want to shift gears so yes, Maria, one of the things that Roger did say that I will never forget is it's virtually impossible to drown with a wetsuit on. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, all right, Roger. Um, cool. But I will say, I want to shift gears over to Michelle real quick because Michelle's like, you know, we're going to get there. We We did like an exercise prior to doing the whole thing. And that is why none of the late girls fell out. Did people fall out of their boats? Absolutely. None of the late girls fell out. And I, and I'm, I wholeheartedly believe it's because of the exercise that we did and the, the trust that we had to have in our fellow late girls and, and all that, that's the work. That's the work. But Michelle up until that point was like, I hate working out. (laughs) I'm like, Michelle, you just, you just haven't found your movement yet. You're like, I'm walking for my stupid mental health. Like, I hate this. I hate walking. I hate. She was, we used to work out together like once, twice a week. And she'd be like, I hate this. She's like, I couldn't pee the other day. <laughs> like, sitting down to pee hurts. She's like, it just hurts. I don't like it. I don't like working out. And I'm like, you just haven't found it yet. You haven't found it yet. You haven't found it yet. We get on the river. We do this whole thing. Michelle comes off the river. She's like, this is it. I found it. Yeah. She found it. It was yeah, that was That was my movement. I finally found it. Um, and I bought a rowing machine, which I get on pr- pretty infrequently, actually, at the moment. Um, <laughs> but then I bought, like, a blow-up kayak. So I could go out kayaking. Um, yeah, so I, I do like that because I think I like the connection with the water, the water and the movement together. And you can also find a peacefulness out there that I guess some people find when they run. Um, I only could ever hear my heart beating and my breath when I ran. So that was not for me. 
Um, I do have to come back. Tyler, you said like CrossFit is fun. That too is a lie. Um, <laughs> we we just did that in West Virginia and I was miserable the whole time. And they'll tell you, I'm miserable the whole time. And I yell, I yell at the instructors. They're like, come on, let's go. It's fun. I'm like, no, it's not. Stop lying. Um, <laughs> but you still did it. But I do it. Yes. See, like, that's the thing. I can do it. Will that's I feel it for the next four days? Like Absolutely. I hate it. I hate doing it, but I'll do it because it's part of the experience. And, you know, I just smack talk people that could probably bench press me out the door. But um, yeah, that's, <laughs> but, I, but my movement also is hiking in the woods. Um, I do like to be connected to the outdoors and, you know, things like that. So it, it's a journey um, to try to figure out what's right for you. But yeah, there's, there's times that <laughs> Like I'll just send stuff a video of me like walking around the loop of the corporate center where I work. I'm like, oh, oh, look at me. I'm out here taking a walk for my stupid mental health. So I can be better at my job in 15 minutes when I have to go back for my meeting. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what's a story from one of the retreats where you're like, this was this? Yeah. this. <laughs> my very favorite retreat with my very best stories has got to be Galveston, Texas, baby. <laughs> Um, first off, who knew how fun a drag show could be? I'd never seen one before. Absolutely not. And so my first one ever, the great state of Texas. Last place I really thought I'd go to a, to a, a gay bar, let alone see a drag show. Yep. Um, so yeah, so like, that was probably my favorite. Off at the front with our dollar bill. That's right. I was like, Maria, take a video of me giving my dollar. What's really funny about this story and like, and I think that everybody kind of needs to hear this that's ever considering a late girl retreat, be it equestrian or just regular or both, you know, um, is there was actually something else planned, but someone had an injury, someone had a bad knee. So I had to replan on the fly. Like I was like, right. Well, that was what you picked. This there was a it was a roundtable discussion of here are three things, and the second the second Michelle said I've never been to a drag show, and if you know Michelle, she is oh she is the sweetest little Christian in the entire universe. She's so cute. Oh God. So when she said I've never been to a drag show, everybody's ears were like. I didn't even get the other two things out and everybody's like oh that that's what we're doing that's what we're doing and I'm like if everybody is in consensus with a drag show let's do a drag show well how did it turn out show. it was it was amazing <laughs> it was amazing um, there were texts flying to some friends of mine back home about hey guess where I, you'll never guess where I am in Texas <laughs> yeah and then I think after that there was the talk of going to the first gay bar in Texas um so we didn't make it there we, we didn't did, we did draw the line but that was probably <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite experiences um yeah I was going to talk about Arkansas but I don't think I want to I think we'll leave that we'll leave <laughs> Arkansas in Arkansas oh uh, we have so many good stories you're right Liz we do have a lot of inside jokes yeah, gotta keep them yeah. guessing. I just love, I love 
I love that you guys did a drag show. Um, when when Stephanie and I were we were doing some market research in in the price of wellness retreats such as ours, we found like a four day retreat in upstate New York where literally it was they were like you're gonna drink drink green juice three times a day and eat nothing but like raw vegetables. And I go, Stephanie, do you want to spend two thousand five hundred dollars <laughs> to eat raw vegetables in upstate New York for four days? Like, Can you imagine? I would never come back. I can't. No. All right. I do want want you guys to talk about the food, please. And Michelle is very hard to please in the food department. So I mean that in the nicest way. So Michelle, please, if you could lead that one off. And and Maria would like you, because Maria has specific dietary needs. So Michelle, take over with the food. Let's hear it. Yeah, I'm a pain in the neck. Um, I, I try to like things. I do like every, every retreat, Steph makes something. I know most likely that it has ingredients in it that I don't like, but I will still eat it. I'll still try it. I will still eat it. However, is if there's an opportunity for lunch on the town, I'm going to have a burger while we're out to lunch. We all did. We all did. We did. We did. It's not, it's not yet. It's not healthy only. It's, you know, it's not, it's not, it's a balance. Yeah, it's, it's the education. Sure. Yeah, it's the education that's... on healthy food. <clears throat> yes. So Steph, you know, Steph can eat everything and anything. She doesn't, it's not about the green juice and the, <laughs> you know, like that retreat. Like I could imagine people feeling even worse going there, not knowing the experience or the people, let alone what they're eating, right? Where at, at Steph's late girl retreats, it's all about, balance and it's all about I'm going to show you and teach you how to cook the right way with wholesome ingredients um, less ingredients than what you find in boxed food or frozen food Um, teach you a little bit about the ingredients what to look for on a label and you do what you want like we could have made our own breakfast we you know some people had the juice in the morning some had eggs and um, bread Uh, so it just what resonates is that her education, it may not be that day, but when you go home, you implement it. And you that's the habit that you implement and stays with you. But to know that you can have the variety at her retreat, if you want to. I tend to go all the healthy food choices that she offers because I want to experience it all because I'm learning myself and I want to get into more nutritional fact myself on on teaching people how to be healthy in their journey not to lose weight just to be healthy in their journey because I had a heart scare I had a hip replaced I had issues that I had to change my diet from saturated fats to little fats and no preservatives and no inflammatory foods so she teaches all that and that's the beauty of it and we can go out while they're having burgers I don't eat meat um most of the time so I'll just have a salad with um, whatever I want on it, you know, could be whatever. So we do things like that. We eat all the chips and salt so we can get our hands on when, and especially the Mexican restaurants. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, so it's just the education of it and that it's all there. And she cooks amazing, simple things. And it's just freshly chopped, you know, freshly cooked and we eat it for two days leftovers if we want or go off and do your own thing. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I try everything every time, um, even because I, I didn't even know I would eat mushrooms until we were in Texas and Steph made something. I'm like, this is delicious. I don't even taste the mushrooms. Like, this is fantastic. And then I made it at home. You know, I take I, I take what I've learned and, and I make it at home. Um, you know, I, I will try everything because I am a pain in the neck um, when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I, oh, I, I don't go hungry. I eat. It's delicious. Um, but yeah, like it, to, to, to reiterate Maria's point, it is about balance, right? <clears throat> and that's what, that's what Steph teaches us too. Like, it's okay that, you know, the, the point is, is that you're fueling your body to do the activities you need and to help, help you be present in everything that you're doing and to, you know, to live that kind of lifestyle. Um, Liz, I'd be, I'd be curious to hear like your perspective on, on nutrition. Like, are you, how do you fare on the equestrian diet range? Are you like, I don't eat all day. And then I eat everything at the Mexican restaurant, like our typical, uh, equestrian or what's your, what are your habits that you're going into this with? Uh, yep. Yep. That tracks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, okay. So. Oh, yeah. I love the whip. It's my favorite restaurant. <laughs> like favorite. Welsh rarebit. I could eat that all day, every day. Um, so yeah. Um, I actually, when Steph was first starting her business and I did some counseling with Steph, that was like a main thing. Like I actually, she had me like setting timers for myself throughout the day because I wouldn't eat and <clears throat> I didn't plan meals well enough. Like I didn't even have like food in my house. Like, so, and that was before I was married and had a kid, but like, and I, I don't really still have good food in my house because I live with a four-year-old and a grown man who is like the pickiest eater. Like he's meat and potatoes all day. So like, anyway, that's another story for another day. But anyway, so, um, yeah, so like I, I actually like waver, (laughs) I'll say like some days. Like if I have a day where I'm not like running, 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 I do pretty well when I'm at home and I can like take a breath and be like, I'm going to take a lunch today. This is such a luxury. I'm taking a lunch and I'm going to make something to eat. And I usually make good choices then. It's the days when, um, you know, like on the weekends when I'm doing chores at the farm, I leave my house at 11 o'clock, which so like I usually do like athletic greens in the morning and then I have my mud water, which is like my mushroom coffee. And then, which I just started, I freaking love. Um, and that gets me to like noon, but then I don't usually pack a lunch. And I mean, horse people, you know, you're like going, 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 going. And then the chores are done. And all of a sudden I'm like, I am so hungry. And I go home and I'm like, okay, I'm going to make something good. And I like put something in the microwave. And then I'm like, well, I did make brownies the other night for my son. So I'm going to just nibble on that while I heat up some uh, <clears throat> dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets. And that's <laughs> great for today. And so, yeah, no, I, um, I have a lot of habits that I, I would like to improve um, for sure. So, I mean, it's just like we're saying it's a process, but that's where I'm at is, you're going to compare me to the equestrian. I think I'm right on target yeah, <laughs> for I think, not eating. I think like, like my, my experience, my like year and a half experience in corporate wellness, like totally 
totally helps out with where you're at and where many equestrians are at because like there are people that are like I just literally don't have time to eat all day and I'm like you know half the time like yeah you're totally right but like the other half of the time is like you just don't have like the little arsenal of things that actually work for you like in in a period it's not it's not you just don't know what you don't know until you know it and then when you know it like you always have it and you won't sabotage like that day you know what I mean yeah that was me with the meal planning right stuff meal planning um and that when I got into that habit like that changed my life but I'm in I'm I'll be 61 in March but in my late 50s I met Steph so I was I went from what I thought was healthy eating and I was um, to clean, healthy eating, which is a totally different platform. And my energy level just went through the roof. Like I didn't imagine I could have more energy. I thought, Oh, I'm getting older. I'm slowing down. Right. And no, uh, just the opposite. I, and now I can do the five K's and be okay running for, you know, 40 minutes. So, um, it's just that mindset. And yeah, you know, I'll eat something I, I shouldn't have a day, but that's okay. Cause I get back on track again and I don't let it blow up my whole day before I used to say, Oh gosh, I had this and I, I'll just keep eating junk the rest of the day where now I'll just say, yeah. okay, I had this, but let me get my water in. <laughs> let me eat a salad tonight. And then the day's fine. And you know, you don't beat yourself up and that's the key. You, you don't beat yourself up anymore for the things you're just more aware of it. And, and you think about what she might do, uh, what she might offer and suggest, and you, you take it and run with it. And it's just changed my life inside and out. And I think I, the other challenge for, oh, sorry, go ahead. You go, you go. Okay. I was just going to say the challenge mm-hmm. for me too, and I don't know if other people can relate is like, I, I can follow directions really well, but like, I don't consider myself a good cook. So like the kitchen is honestly like intimidating for me. So then the thought of like, okay, I need to find healthy ingredients. I need to put something together that doesn't take like dog shit. And like, hopefully anybody else in my house might eat it. Like that would be awesome. But like, then the thought of trying to plan that on a daily basis, sometimes, not sometimes, most times is just so overwhelming. It's like debilitating for me. So then I'm like, okay what's simple you know what I mean and then I just like try to minimize that stress for myself because it's literally like it it stresses me out and I'm like I can't do I can't handle any more stress okay so just, yeah let's just that's why I take one day and just do the whole week in a day but that's I'm finding you know more than half the population don't like the kitchen or don't want to cook um mm-hmm. and that's that's part of what I'm going to be thriving in my business is getting meal plan, meal planning, cooking lessons together, and then having takeout right away. So if somebody's working out at the barn, they can pick up a meal. So love that. You can tell Chris to get it for you on his way out. Um, I will. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be already made. And the simple ingredients will be listed and they could have it and not feel intimidated or taken the time away from what you love to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Love that. That's awesome. And I, I love to cook and I'm also like a bit 
I was gross when I worked with horses. Like I would be like curry comb in one hand, like cleaning a horse and like literally eating a piece of salmon with my fingers with the other. Cause I'm like, (laughs) I gotta get, I'm not like I, I, Mm. because I did work at a very, very elite level barn and the (laughs) not time to sit down and eat lunch sometimes was a reality, but I get really angry when I'm hungry. So I would just like, I would have my lunch and like, sometimes I'm literally like with my dirty barn hands, like shoving like chickpea noodles, like down my face. And like, I'd pick up like my air fried Atlantic salmon. And I'm like, I'm, I'm getting that. That's, that's me. Right. But, um, not not for everyone. And I think that it's going to be exciting to sort of discuss those challenges and discuss those options. Because again, we've got Stephanie, who's got her corporate wellness and people with the mindset of I don't have time, um, along with like, hey, I've been in a barn where someone glares at you because you're eating lunch or glares at you because you're sitting down. And um, I've talked to multiple clients that have the same experience. And so being able to work through that um, and just Maria, I, I wanted to highlight your transformation of, okay, like it's okay to have the bad thing and not have it derail my whole life. Because I feel like that goes into the whole mission of what Stephanie's doing, what I'm doing, it's not a quick fix. It's not like here, drink these two protein shakes a day. It is fixing the relationship with food. And to me, what that looks like is being okay with having a cookie, right? Because when I was quote unquote, oh, I'm healthy, right? Like I'm eating so healthy and I'm sticking to these diet plans and I've got a nutritionist that's calculating my macros for me. What would happen is so guilty consuming anything that was outside of those macros that that guilt would end up leading into binge eating, right? So I would be like, oh, well, like, I had this one cookie and it wasn't in my macros. And so now I'm so guilty about the fact that I eat this cookie that- all right, well now six more cookies in the bag. I might as well just eat today. So I don't have to think about feeling guilty anymore. So I'm just going to eat, 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 eat. And then I don't have to think about being guilty. And then I'm going to go back to eating my like bland chicken, rice and vegetables for the next six days before I eat a whole nother bag of cookies. Whereas now, you know, it's Friday night, there's eight inches of snow on the ground. I'm going to have a a frozen pizza for dinner and it's whatever, right? Like that's fine. That's part of the journey. Yeah, for sure. I'd invite you over to dinner, but I know you're gluten free, and I'm having um, like uh, squid ink pasta tonight. Oh, yeah, my uh, no, I'm gonna have my, I'm gonna have my cauliflower crust pizza and be like, oh, this isn't healthy, you know, and because of all the preservatives and additives. You're but... fine. Just eat an apple when you're done. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I I ate an apple today, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> finding finding what you really love like if you really love cookies and you go to the chocolate chips or whatever that's what drew me to creating recipes like I'm in the kitchen a lot trying to make this chocolate chip cookie that I can't live without and I found it it's matched banana it's chopped dates it's chopped walnuts and no sugars no white flour and it's it's really good. So now they're my go-to and I have them in the freezer and that's what I eat when I want something sweet. Yummy. Yeah. Um, I'm that. excited too, to like get back to the thought, like, and like I said, when I was working with stuff, when she was first getting started, one of the big things was like, she talked about like, how does your food that you eat make you feel? 
like do you feel good after you eat it like it might taste good right but like do you feel good and that's something that I always like remind myself like and like I said like I don't eat great like I really really don't but like when I have like a few (laughs) busy weeks you know those like I think everybody can relate to this where you're like I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I just have to get through these couple weeks and then life will slow down and I'll be able to get back on track. It'll be fine. But then like, I think for me, like a lot of times I have to like slow down and be like, okay, but like, I feel bad right now. Like I don't feel good. I'm not sleeping well. And then that's like, a that drives me to like, eat at least one healthy thing. And like the athletic greens and the mud water in the morning, like I always know that I'm starting my day off really well. So like, Mm -hmm. even if everything else goes to shit, like it's, I at least got those two things. So I'm like, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. I think in one of my first conversations with Stephanie, I was describing like, you know, I've had teenagers come through barns that I'm like, these kids, like they wake up and they drink coffee. And then like throughout the day, they're drinking Dr. Pepper. And like, maybe they have a bag of Doritos that they grab a chip from every couple hours and they're skinny, right? Like they're smaller than me. They're like tiny little girls. They're just eating their, drinking their Dr. Pepper, eating their Doritos. And, uh, you know, I, I think one of the first bits of connections that I had with Stephanie was like, she's like, I'm not going to make that person completely change the way they are or who they are on day one. I would challenge them to start the day with athletic greens or start something simple and easy. So you're not taking this person that has a habit that looks really, really bad and, and really, really not healthy and making them go and eat chicken and rice. Like you're just doing something to move the needle in the right direction. Yeah. That's, that's key for the person themselves um, to go through it. Otherwise they give up easily or don't want to bother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not about that. Like uh, people got to where they're at today by doing what they're doing. Why I'm like, I'm not here to judge that. I'm just here to say, Hey, try this. If if this makes you feel better, maybe you want to consider like adopting this into your life. You know, like no doctor is ever going to say, Hey, don't bridge your nutrient gaps. No doctor's ever going to say that. Now, how you bridge your nutrient gaps, that's a totally different issue. Like Michelle, not not a fan of the AG. She's got um, an allergy to one of the ingredients in athletic greens. So she can't participate in that habit, but she participates in that habit on another in another way. And that's what we do. We like we figure it out as we go. But again, like I said, like no doctor is ever going to be like, Ooh, don't bridge your nutrient gaps at all. Like that's a bad idea. Be nutrient deficient and X, Y, and Z. Like that's how you should live. Yeah, exactly. I feel like, again, just a level of connection between Stephanie and I, people ask me like, oh, like you do sports psychology. What do you do? And I'm like, well, that's a loaded question because it's so individualized, right? Like it's so particular to each individual that's in front of me. And the 65 year old woman who had a bad fall and broke her wrist and just wants to go back and enjoy her horse is a lot different than the 15 year old that's trying to make young riders this year. And so I don't have a one size fits all method of what I do. I have theories and I have ideas, but let's figure out who you are as a person. And so I think like, that's kind of my wrap up closing comment is that I'm excited to start to get to know who is going to come on this trip and work with Stephanie to create our curriculum for you. And, and it's not 
we haven't done that yet. Like we've talked about the general gist of what we want to do, but we haven't done that yet because we don't have our roster. So as you sign up for this retreat, we're going to make you fill out a questionnaire and do these entry-level things so that we can make sure you're getting the most out of this experience. So it doesn't matter if you do dressage, if you're a show jumper, if you just trail ride and horses are a part of your life, you can come on this retreat and Stephanie and I are going to create a curriculum that speaks to you just like it does to Liz and anyone else that might come. So um, I, I really enjoy uh, and appreciate you guys all for coming on. And, and I'd love to go through and just kind of get a closing comment from, from everyone. Michelle, why don't you start? Oh, okay. All right. Michelle, you start. Sorry. No, um, I'm, I'm kind of sad that I don't horse ride. Cause I, I would really like to see uh, what's what the next level. <laughs> Listen, I've, I've ridden a horse one time. So like I've at least ridden a horse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's, there's stables near my house there's horses everywhere um That's but fine. i know <laughs> maybe this is my new movement who knows um but yeah like put just you know do this for yourself if for nothing else like you you get the benefit of of all of tyler's experience you know to help you level up in in your equestrian game and then you have steph to help you level up in your whole being wellness like I don't think you can go wrong with this so yeah good I, I, I can't wait to hear like how it went so Liz I'm I'm gonna look forward to to see um if you got comfortable in the uncomfortableness will there be horses there too <laughs> nope no no oh, away wow. from the horses it's a tough Take weekend for you gals huh? <laughs> yeah. no. oh no well I, I mean uh, you're going to take away more than one thing on this, but even if you just took away one, it'll make it all worthwhile because that one thing is so important, whatever it is. Um, and again, work on yourself for yourself, but not by yourself. You have the best leader. She's very authentic, organic, and just trust her because <laughs> she does know all the things good for you, even if you don't. Um and it's a lot of fun. And all the all the ladies, again, Liz, we've been trying to get you to go <laughs> for so many years. And you're you're like, I know you want to, but now this is your time, right? Like I'm so excited yeah. for you. I really am. And like Michelle, I was on a horse once and I was scared. So <laughs> maybe this is a fear trip for the next time, Steph. I don't know. I love but, it. But um I can do donkeys, but not a real size horse. I'm not sure. Anyway, have have a blast. It'll be great. Thank you. Uh, Liz. Awesome. Uh, I think I think my like closing remark has to be a little bit of like my why. And this was like something that I think I kind of landed on through getting you guys connected, but um I've decided that this year is going to be the year that I invest in myself. Um, and so, you know, not only is this like, uh, like time and activity and all the things and financial, it's a financial commitment too, but like, I need to, um, invest in myself for so many reasons. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's for me, I just feel like 
that's what this is. Like, this is your annual investment in yourself. And so this is my Christmas gift to myself. Yay. <laughs> Merry Christmas in May. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Steph, do you want to wrap things up for us? You know, just, yeah, no, this is it. I mean, if anybody needs any, any more, you know, any more consideration or talk about it, give me a call. We'll reach out. We'll connect. We can, we can work it out. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's all good. Do all the things. Yeah. Um, I, I think we can also set up um, if someone's really interested and, and still not quite 100% sure, um, we can set up chemistry calls. Steph and I are both in Kennett. So if anyone's local to the Kennett Square, Pennsylvania area, um, we can meet at the marketplace like Stephanie and I did. Um, or or we can do those via Zoom too. So make sure that you're reaching out to us for that um, because I, I'm really really excited. I'm even more excited after this talk today. So thank you guys so much for, for joining us. Um, and thank you for, for the laughs. Nice. Thank you, you so much, Tyler. Thank you.